I don't know if you ever feel this way, but if you are a busy mom like me, I'm guessing that pulling off the perfect routine that helps to make your day easier is a bigger struggle than anyone tells you it should be. It feels like no matter where you look on social media or in magazines, the answer to your problems is having solid routines. And if that's the case, I'd like to know why do they fall apart so often? Because I certainly have not cracked the code to the perfect routine. And as much as we dream about figuring out the ideal routine that is going to make our lives easier, why is it that we keep doing what isn't working? And don't just take a moment to reflect on what is it about my routine that's not working so that we can make the small changes that ultimately have the biggest impact. I'm not here to advocate for the routine that is going to be the answer to any of our problems because I don't think that one ideal format is ever going to work for all of us. But in today's episode, I am here to offer some insights into five signs that it might be time to reflect on the routines that you currently have and help you to pinpoint where you can start to make small intentional changes that should help you leverage that time and effort, and ultimately make things a little bit easier, even if it is just in the short term. I think more than anything, we have to be flexible if we want to feel successful. Mom life is dynamic. It's always changing. So we have to be able to change and shift our routines as our needs are changing as well. I hope our time together feels meaningful and supportive and points you in the right direction to finally cracking the code on routines in a way that fits your lifestyle and your needs. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. Choosing to talk about routines this week and what we could be doing to improve them, even if just in small but meaningful ways, feels important to me right now because I've been in the process of really refining my own routines, especially with the kids. I find that as they get older, they're always evolving in terms of what they are up for. And it's just been a process since the new year started to the point where even some of my routines for Mom Life Handbook have had to be scaled back in order to 
expand my time for my family in other ways. And as much as I wish there were constant consistency in my days and a certain degree of predictability, I fully recognize that setting myself with the expectation that that is how my life is going to be right now is so unrealistic and ultimately sets me up for a whole lot of frustration. So it feels really important to share a little bit about what I've learned about routines in terms of how do we identify what's not working about them in ways that are very practical. I think a lot of the times we avoid changing our routines because it feels like a big lift. We think that we have to overhaul everything that we're doing. But what I want to do today is share five different signs that it's time to shift your routines. And depending on the sign that resonates with you the most, I'll help you really key in on what it is about your routine that you can shift in order to change what isn't working about that routine, but leave everything else in place as is, because chances are there are really great qualities about the routines you already have. There is no reason to fully overhaul everything you have going on. So as we head into this episode, just remember that this is not a cumulative list of everything that needs to change. This is more of a self-diagnosis on maybe one or two things that you could be changing to have a sense of more impact with your routines without feeling like you're taking on more than you can manage or that you are setting yourself up to fail. Just remember that you know what you need more than anyone else. And you know your family better than anyone else. So I fully trust that as you listen to the ideas in today's episode, you will know inside what changes you can be making. And you'll also know which ones don't resonate with you and don't really apply. So use this as your opportunity to really lean into that deeper knowing and trust your gut instinct on what needs to happen. And I fully believe that when you lean into that, you're going to experience a lot of success with minimum effort. Now, before we dive into these five signs, I want you to pick out maybe one or two of your routines, whether they're daily routines or weekly routines that just aren't quite right, that just aren't quite working the way you want them to. We do not need to diagnose all of your routines. Let's just focus on a couple of them. And I'm going to run you through these five signs and you can decide which ones feel like maybe the reason why your routine or two aren't working. And then we can go forward with what could you change in order to see the difference you are wanting to experience there. So the first sign that it's time to make a change to your routine is that you are rushing through it or you are overwhelmed by it. This is something that I think I've had the hardest time with. I really struggle with time blindness. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before, but it's this notion that you really don't have the greatest sense of just how much time a task is going to take or how much time you have in order to complete that task. So I tend to underestimate how long tasks are going to take me to complete so I might say that it's going to take me five minutes to fold this load of laundry, when in reality, it's going to take me 15, right? Or I think that I just need 30 minutes to get the kids up and out the door, when in reality, I need at least a solid hour. So if you find that you're rushing or that you're overwhelmed, consider whether you're overpacking your schedule, meaning you're underestimating your time, or maybe you are 
someone who loses sight of the time. So that would be like if you do better, if you have a timer so that you can see like, all right, I've got 15 minutes to complete this. I can't allow myself to get distracted. If those are the case for you, then you might also struggle with some time blindness. And that can be really tricky because when you are finding yourself rushing to complete tasks or you're overwhelmed trying to get everything done in the time that you have, it really leads to emotional costs for you because you start to feel stressed or overwhelmed and it impacts your relationship with the people around you. So like in my morning routine, if I'm feeling rushed and stressed about us getting out the door, that's going to impact how I interact with my kids because those are emotions that are going to put me into a stress state. And when I'm in a stress state, I am not going to be operating from my calmest place, right? So my parenting inherently will not be as calm as it should be. So just strip your routine down to the essentials and then build it back up over time. I think you'll find that if you can key key in on what really needs to get done and you set a realistic idea for how much time you need to get that task done, you'll be able to get into a groove with those essentials and then as you really get the hang of it, you can add more back in and you'll find that you're more efficient as a result. And it will minimize that sense of overwhelm and rushing. Are you feeling like you can never quite get everything done in a day? Me too, mama. That's why I created a free downloadable guide full of practical strategies to help you get the most out of your day. Five Productivity Secrets for Busy Moms is the practical guide you need to finally start getting the most out of your day without compromising on time with your family. Head to momlifehandbook.com slash productivity guide and download your free copy today. The second sign that it's time to reevaluate your routines is if you are feeling routine fatigue. This is that Groundhog Day effect. If you find yourself caught up in the monotony of this routine that you are dreading getting it done, It's your sign that it's just time to freshen up your approach. Chances are it's a routine that you have to do, right? Like I used to completely dread doing the laundry. I did not enjoy doing it for years and years and years. There were times in my life where I would just put it all off and try to get it all done in one fell swoop. That was overwhelming. And oh my gosh, it took forever to fold all those clothes. There were times where I would just try to get it done when I could, but then that was stressful because oftentimes it would just accumulate again. So those were my clues that I was just really dreading this. I was putting it off. I was sick and tired of doing it. I needed to freshen up my approach. So I needed to think about what could I do to make this more fun or more interesting? You know, maybe it's that this is a routine that you can do while you watch your favorite show or listen to a podcast or Maybe if it's a routine that you do with the kids and it's just a time of day you really don't enjoy. You know, maybe it's bath time with the kids. Like that's a struggle and so you really dread doing it because they tend to not want to take the bath. What could you do to make that bath time more fun? Could you be playing music? Could you turn it into a game? Could you move it to a different time of day? There are ways that you can just freshen up your approach to help breathe some life back into it. So if you're feeling like your routine is monotonous, just consider how could you make this fun again? What could you do to make it interesting, to help it become something that you 
really look forward to rather than dread. For me, in the case of laundry, it's my time to catch up on my podcasts. And it's something that I have a plan now for when I get it done. So rather than letting my dread dictate when the laundry does or doesn't get done, it's just something that's on my calendar and I'm more likely to do it as a result. Now, if you feel like your routine is especially chaotic and that there are frequent breakdowns, this is your sign that there's a lack of flexibility in your routine. If the tiniest disruption is going to cause your routine to fall apart, you are probably planning to the minute. Something that comes to mind in my own family that has been a struggle for years and we have finally had a breakthrough with are those school mornings. Getting everyone out the door in the morning was such a struggle. Once my kids were school-aged and had to become more independent and self-sufficient, it really became a struggle where it felt like there was constant reminding of what needed to happen and power struggles, trying to convince my kids of what needed to happen when, and it was exhausting. And part of the problem was not recognizing that I was trying to fit too much into the time I was giving it. So realistically, we should be able to be ready for the day within 45 minutes. But that's under the assumption that everyone's well-rested, everyone's in a good mood and feeling cooperative and focused, and that there aren't going to be any hiccups along the way. The reality is something most days between all four of us that are living in our home is going to be off. And there's a domino effect when you are living in an ecosystem that relies on everyone's collaboration and participation and contribution. So in this case, I had to start thinking about how can I plan in a buffer so that even if things fall apart, let's say for 15 minutes we get off track, even 20 minutes, how much time do we realistically need accounting for that buffer in order to get everything done? Worst case scenario, we still get out the door on time because I have the buffer there. Best case scenario, we have time left over for playing or having fun together, maybe getting an extra item checked off my to-do list, whatever it is. If you are experiencing frequent breakdowns in your routine due to the most minor disruptions, really consider how you can incorporate more flexibility by not planning to the minute. Give yourself a little bit of breathing room. You'll find that removing that time pressure is going to relieve a lot of the stress that you're probably feeling as a result of trying to pack too much into a small amount of time. Your fourth sign that it's time to shift your routine is that you are consistently overlooking priorities. If there are neglected tasks that need to be happening that you keep missing, it's time to narrow in on your priorities and start with those first. You need to keep those top of mind. A classic example for me is forgetting to pack what my kids need for their after-school activities. I don't know why this was such a struggle for me. Part of it was, again, not anticipating, not giving myself enough time to get the task of preparing for after-school activities done. So now I give myself at least 20 minutes so that I have no time pressure and I can really think clearly about what needs to get done. I also have moved this routine to a little bit earlier in my day. So instead of waiting until it's time to go pick the kids up from school, I've moved it to earlier in my day. So I pack their bags for after school when I return from drop-off. It's kind of like packing your backpack the night before, right? Like give yourself that buffer. So if you forgot something, you have time to add it back in. There were three 
weeks in a row where I took Stella to gymnastics without her leotard. Like, this is probably the most obvious priority that was neglected because my system wasn't in place to really focus on the priorities. So now I've just made those small tweaks of how can I make this top of mind, right? I pack it far enough in advance. I also have a backup plan where now we keep a leotard in the car so that if I do forget it, because some days the routine is thrown off and I don't get to do it first thing in the morning, we have a backup plan, right? We have a fallback. So make sure that you narrow in on those priorities and just figure out how can you at least ensure that those priorities happen? How do you make those fail-proof? And then the rest will work itself out, right? So if you've been neglecting some priorities, welcome to the club. You are not alone. And this is just a small tweak of finding a new way to keep those priorities top of mind and make sure they don't slip under the radar. And then our final sign is If you are finding that your routines are taking away from all of your opportunities for personal time, then you know that you aren't quite allocating the times appropriately. And the only reason I say this, because I know that we do have a lot of responsibilities and a lot of them aren't a choice. We do have to get them done. And and it's important to acknowledge that. At the same time, that me time really lends to greater productivity greater focus, a greater sense of calm, and emotional regulation. And those are so important to the overall success of your routines. So as much as it is easy to say, I'm cutting the me time first because everything else is so important, there's also the argument that you will actually be more effective in all of your routines when you take the time to also prioritize some personal time. So if you are finding that you are feeling just exhausted and drained and you don't have the energy and you don't have the patience to get through the routines that you do need to incorporate into your day, I want you to take a closer look at what your personal time routines look like, whether that's something that you incorporate into your morning, midday, in the evening, on the weekends. It doesn't matter what it looks like for you, but you've got to make sure that that is a part of your routines. If it's not, you are setting yourself up for more frustration than it is worth. Because if you aren't able to show up to to follow through on the routines in the way that you are wishing to, it's going to ultimately spill over then into how you show up as a parent and as a partner, as a friend, as an employee or a business owner. And I feel like when you start seeing the impact on your relationships, on your environment, and on your energy levels, and your emotional levels, it's not worth it. It is not a cost that is worth the while. Prioritize your personal time and you'll find that all all of these other aspects of your life benefit. Because when your systems are in place and your routines are working nicely, you feel more confident, you feel more capable, You feel more expansive and you have the opportunities to really show up for the other people in your life as a result in in a way that you feel really good about. And I think that ultimately that is what we are all looking to really improve in our everyday lives. And we recognize that routines are one way of helping us get there. But just remember that those routines are only as effective as the person who is implementing them. So 
Take care of your own needs as well. Do not neglect those. It's amazing how even just five or 10 minutes focusing on yourself and your needs can make all the difference. So don't shy away from that. It's so important. Now, next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about how to tap into your peak productivity times. So there are other aspects of your time and effort that you can be leveraging in order to really make the most of your routines. So if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast because then that episode will land straight in your library and you won't miss it. I think that that's going to be a great add-on to our conversation this week. But before we dive into those peak productivity times for you in the future episode, let's recap what we talked about today so that you can really evaluate where you're going to put your time and energy over the next week to start leveraging your routines so that they start working for you without, again, having to overhaul them completely. So the signs that your family routines need a refresh are that you are rushing through them or you're feeling overwhelmed by them. Remember to Strip those back to the essentials and then slowly build them back up as you feel like you are successful with even just the basics. Be aware of your time blindness. And then you might also be experiencing routine fatigue or that Groundhog Day effect. So try freshening up your approach, making it fun, changing the time of day that you're doing it, finding a new way to be appreciative of that time in your day. Sign number three is that even minor disruptions are causing your routine to fall apart. So plan in that buffer, figure out how you can layer in some flexibility so that you aren't planning to the minute. And if you're finding you have neglected priorities, I want you to start narrowing in on what are the priorities of that routine and how can you ensure that those get prioritized first so that if you run out of time, whatever's left over wasn't as essential to its overall success. And then your final sign is that you are not left with any personal time at the end of the day or the end of the week. Go ahead and make sure that you incorporate that back into your day or your week overall to ensure that you are replenishing your energy levels and able to show up for the routines that you absolutely have to get to on an everyday or a weekly or even monthly basis. I hope that this episode has really helped you Focus in on exactly where changes can be happening to refresh your routines so that they work more seamlessly, efficiently, and successfully. I'd love to hear which of these five signs are the ones that you are going to be focusing on in the week ahead. Send me a DM, say, hey, I tuned into the podcast episode and this was the one change that really resonated with me. I absolutely love hearing how you're taking these ideas and applying them to your own life because that's what we're about here. Everything you get from Mom Life Handbook focuses on how to decide what is best for you in a way that is as easy as possible. You don't have a lot of time and capacity to evaluate and diagnose and strategize and implement. So I hope that episodes like this one really help you cut to the chase have a few aha moments, and then get to work implementing the changes that ultimately will help you feel more successful and be able to enjoy mom life that much more. Thank you for tuning in this week and for trusting me to provide insight and guidance into how to make mom life more intentional and purposeful. And I really look forward to our episode next week when we talk about how to discover your peak productivity times because I think you'll find that it really does help you leverage your efforts in a way that 
will take less time and energy, which is always a win in my book. If you haven't hit follow, be sure to subscribe to the show. So new episodes like that one hit your library every week. I'll see you then. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.